Hi, Chelsea. Happy Christmas, Harry. <laughs> Happy Hi, Christmas, Ron. Oh, man. Oh, hi, Chelsea. We're in the same room. Hello. This makes me so happy. I know I mentioned this the other day, but I, I really feel like we set ourselves up for failure for oh next gosh, year because we, we saw each other. Was it a total so of like much. six times this year? So much this I year. I swear it was like every two months or so we lot, saw each other. We, I went. I was down here in March. March. And then I went down in you came, June or July. You came to Idaho yes. in July. Went down. I'm south yeah. of you. Went up. <laughs> you came in July. I came in October, October. And then I'm here again. So four. I feel like we saw. I feel but like I feel it was. Like I feel like there was so one. More, I feel like there was one more time. I'm trying to. Remember. Did you come down for something else, family related? Oh, I came down again when Coleman was in. Like two or three weeks yes. after you came up, I came yes. down again because I was going to say, I'm like, I feel like there was it's more time. Five. We saw each other five, five times times Ooh. this year, and we will. Yeah, it, we'll see each other that many times next year. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. It's supposed to be with a newborn. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. Oh man. Oh man. But that. But anyway. So Chelsea's down in Arizona for Christmas. We are recording this on Christmas Adam, which is the day before Christmas Eve, because I'm gay before you. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate it. But I said it to Andrew today, and he had never heard that before. He never heard. He had it? never heard it. And so what? I make that point just in case nobody else is somebody okay. else hasn't in heard case that. Someone hasn't heard that joke. Yeah. It's not funny, but. <laughs> I said it to Andrew today. I was like, it's a special day. It's Christmas Adam. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? Oh it's my fine. Gosh. So I, we are currently at Chelsea's house. This is going to be a very short episode. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, if you saw the title, this is not Sea of Monsters by Rick Riordan. What? I know. Crazy. Um, <laughs> we, it's like we said, it's the it's day the before holidays. Christmas Eve. Um, we did sit down and watch the Percy Jackson, the first two episodes together. And we'll save that discussion for next episode where we will be reviewing sea of monsters mm-hmm. but we just thought we wanted to take away all the stress and just chat for a minute about some of our favorite reads from this year and then next in a couple weeks when we come back we'll start off the year by talking about percy jackson yeah. we'll do like a little 20 minute intro talking about what we've seen from the show so far yeah and, and we'll be able to talk about Two more, two more episodes. episodes so i feel like it will be a better discussion anyway because mm-hmm. we'll be like halfway through the season at that mm-hmm. point which is so crazy oh my gosh um yeah. so chelsea before we get into some of the discussions i wanted to i don't know if we ever we got a sometimes we log on to our apple podcast and we look at reviews that people write and it's been like months since they posted it and we just had we're no not, idea. Here's the thing. I know we're not. We're not always on top of things. Hey, I'm not saying that as a bad thing, but sometimes people post these kind and wonderful and amazing reviews that frequently make me cry and that make both of us cry. <laughs> but this is this, in a good way, not a bad yeah, way. <laughs> but this person posted a review, and I think a couple months ago I posted it on our story, but then the person never responded, and I just really want to make it very clear at the end of the year that we love you. And so I just, I, whoever Maddie T 66 is on Apple podcasts, um, we love you and your review made our entire day and we talk about it. We talk about it all the time. And if you are a human that is still listening, (laughs) please message (laughs) us on Instagram. I, I'm assuming your name is Maddie. We'll go with that, but that feels like a safe assumption. (laughs) Um, the, the, anytime anybody mentions chicken lives on in our, in our review, it makes me cringe inwardly because man, was that our worst was, episode ever? Best, best 
best. ever. And oh my gosh. I do really want to do a poetry part too, because I do feel like over the last two years, I have gained an appreciation for poetry that I didn't have two years ago. And I really feel like we need to redeem ourselves a little I, bit. I'm down to do it, but I have not redeemed myself. <laughs> I don't think I've read a single thing of poetry since that episode. You listen to music though. I do listen. I do. Yeah, I did discover the poetry of Taylor Swift. There you go. This is a really big Taylor Swift year. And maybe it's just to spite men everywhere, but I really have leaned into the Taylor Swift, the Taylor Swift phenomenon. But Maddie, we love you. Your review has repeatedly made me emotional and Chelsea too. Yes. And she at least has a pregnancy to blame that on. I don't. Um, I would have cried So thank you for listening. And thank you to everybody. Like, even if you don't write reviews, literally anybody who has continued to listen to us, you're just, you're, you're why we keep doing this. Just kidding. We keep doing it for us, but like, it just adds a- <laughs> You're a cherry on top yeah, of the Sunday. The fact that anybody listens to this consistently is still a genuine shock. And I'm not saying that in a humble brag, like a humble way. Genuinely, why are you here? Like- <laughs> Also, can I change my analogy? I don't actually like cherries. <laughs> can I just you like the hot fudge? Hot, but you're the hot, hot fudge, fudge on top of a good Sunday. Yeah, so that's what I'm going with. Thank you for thank you for being here, Maddie, for Tear and May, Megan, and Matt and Cass, and just all of you. We just love you guys, <sighs> and we're so appreciative of your friendship, Kylie. Kylie, Kylie I miss you. I need. I, I know. I I need to text you, but I hope you're having a wonderful Christmas with your two little kiddos. They're so, so cute. cute. So anyway, yeah. Shout out to anybody. I just wanted to before I forgot. I wanted to make sure that Maddie knows that we saw the review. We cried about it. I posted about it on Instagram and said, "Hey, message me if you're Maddie." And then nobody ever did. And so I just want to make sure Maddie knows that she is loved. Yes, very appreciated. Stand by that. That's all. Sorry. We okay. can we can move on to <laughs> I know I said it's gonna be quick. We're only six minutes in. We're, We're doing pretty good. Yeah. We're doing pretty good. Okay. So I think some clarification. We're gonna talk about some of our favorite books. We're not going to do talk about any like rereads. So obviously we Which we had a really big year yeah, of rereads. All of our all of our thrown glass reread. Like I think our Shades of Magic was a reread. Yeah. And then I think I I think we also kind of agreed we're we're going to uh, not avoid, but focus on books that we didn't review mm-hmm. on the podcast. I think we probably talked about them, but not in the detail of like yeah. a full review. Yeah. So there were a lot of amazing books that we read this year for the podcast, but obviously we've mm-hmm. already reviewed. And if you want to know them. what we think of them, go Listen. back. <laughs> There's a bunch of episodes. Yeah. So that that's my preface. Is that fair? That's, that's fair. 100% fair. And I'm so excited. Go first. Go. Okay. Um, first one I want to talk about is Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Also, the only nonfiction book that will be two, mentioned. Two, oh, well, oh no, people? two books, uh, nonfiction books that I read this year. Oh, good job. <laughs> two non-fantasy books that I read this I'm year. I'm so proud of you. But, uh, super heavy. I read it for a book club. Um, and I'd seen the movie, so I like kind of knew what I was getting myself into, but man, does that make you want to fight people a (laughs) little bit (laughs) so super heavy talks a lot about um the justice and prison system and death row with with regards to race um brian stevenson is a lawyer so i feel like he writes like a lawyer Mm -hmm. but it beautifully beautifully written i highly highly recommend 
Just Mercy. If you, like me, didn't understand the title until someone explained it to you at book club. <laughs> it's not Just Mercy as in, oh, it's only Mercy. It's Just Mercy as in Justice Just. <laughs> I hate that I have to <laughs> And then someone's like, yeah, like, justice. And I was like, you know, it seems super obvious. now that you've said it. <laughs> now that you've said it. But I didn't uh, didn't connect those dots. So anyway, Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson, highly, highly recommended, was a five-star read for me. So. Yeah. I That one's been on my shelf for a while. And I watched the movie and I was like, I know that that one's going to hurt my heart and make me want to fight the world. And so mm-hmm. it's one that I think, I think that's one of those books that, like, you you have to read like those are books that give you perspective on life and make you see things that maybe you are very like um, privileged not to have to pay attention to, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's not something that has affected your life, but it's so, so, so important for us to be aware of and to acknowledge and to fight for. Yeah. Super inspiring book. So yeah, Yeah, that's my first one. What about you? None of mine are as good as that one. Um, Let's, (laughs) Let's see. So this is one that I think both of us have on our list. Yeah. It's Little Thieves by Margaret Owen. So good. It was one of my five-star reads this year. And I loved it so much. I, I I think we're planning on reviewing it at the beginning of the year or sometime next year. Yeah. I think we'll review it before you go on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll probably reread it. Even though I just, re- just read yeah, it, it, I will reread so good. it. It had the perfect amount of whimsy. And it was... So it's a retelling, loosely, loose retelling of the Goose Girl. But it starts with the maid who has taken the place of the princess. And that's our main character. Her name's Vanya. And she's so freaking funny. That scene. She's like a quality morally grave, but not oh like Oh my a, gosh. Not like a, I'm going to kill people morally grave, but just but like. It's like, a, it's like a. I, I loved it. I'm going to prove all of you wrong and all of you suck. And my mom dropped me off to these two <laughs> beings in the forest when I was a child. And, and the art in it is all by the oh, author. Beautiful. It's so cool. Um, It's just, oh man, I loved that book. But. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, there's a scene at the beginning where she's like pretending to be the princess and the, who comes in? Oh, it's, what's his bucket? Is it Emmerich? Is that his name? Yes. He comes in and when, is that when she's eating the sausages and it's just being oh, so funny? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I it's just, died. it's so well written. I, I had already read a book by Margaret Owen. I read The Merciful Crow last year, maybe two years ago. I can't remember. And I have thought about that book multiple times and I need to read The Unfaithful Hawk, which is the which is the second book in the duology. But I was not surprised in any way that Little Thieves was as good as it was. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. You know who else recommends it? V.E. Schwab. V.E. Schwab. That's how you know it's a good book. <laughs> it's a, you know it's a good book. Also, some of the words in it are German, German. and mm-hmm. me and my 267 day Duolingo streak. <laughs> loved it <laughs> i as i was reading it, i was like chelsea you have to read it chelsea you have to read it it like, has german i knew this <laughs> it was so good so it is the first book of i think it's going to be a trilogy i thought it was just a duology but it's a trilogy third mm-hmm. book is not out yet but um each of the books as far as i understand are like they kind of they wrap up like yeah. the, the story continues but like it's a different chapter of that yes. story yeah like i i read this and it's not like a 
the reason you want to read the second book is just because you love oh, it. Because the characters and are not because so you're like, good. Oh, the story's There's not, not a cliffhanger. No, yep. like the story is complete. Yep. I could set it down and never read another one. And the story is fine. Yeah. I'm going to read it because oh, paint- it's so good. So the second book like- is Painted Devils. And that's out now. And then mm-hmm. the third one, which I cannot remember. She just announced the title of it. Yeah. And I can't remember what it is. But it's just... Go read it. Go read it. Go read it. Go read it. That's my second one, which I know I sold. Like that's one of yours. Yeah, that too. was one of mine as well. Um, Painted Devils. Oh, Holy Terrors. Is Holy the third Terrors. One. Yep. Yeah. And she also just announced that she's releasing, I think, five short stories. Oh. With the characters, so there's even more. It's just it's great and wonderful, and I love Ooh. Margaret Owen. I also highly recommend The Merciful Crow. Yeah, it was I, very good. I bought The Merciful Crow, but I haven't read it yet. It's good. So. I liked it. Okay, cool. Um, okay, my next book that I think you read the year before. Mm-hmm. Took me a while to get through. Um, I read The Poppy War by R.F. Kuang. I've only read the first book because emotionally I I think I'm finally almost ready to read the second <laughs> one. <laughs> this is one that I, I have a hard time saying it was on my like list of favorite reads because you don't enjoy Enjoy the story like i i don't even know how to talk about it i think on goodreads i didn't i neglected to give it a star rating because i was like i I don't want to be like it's a five star read because it destroyed me like i wouldn't it's not a book that i would recommend to everybody or recommend Mm -hmm. lightly um rf kwong is masterful writer Mm -hmm. masterful writer and the story is so good, but I remember like very, very, very mm-hmm. early in the book, not a huge spoiler, like the main character uses self-harm as a way to stay awake oh, and yeah. study. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so dark. And then it and got then, darker. And then I was like, oh no, we were just beginning. There was one point. Like, There's a hole in my shoe, oh my Chelsea. Do I? Ugh, I need new Converse now. New Converse, those are pretty. Merry Christmas to me. Gosh, dang, that just ruined everything. <laughs> so sorry. I'm just looking at my shoe. I'm like, why is that popping out? Well, folks, there's a hole in my Converse. I'm so sorry. That's what happens when you own one pair of shoes and just wear them yep. every day. <laughs> hey, that means I'll get a cute, pretty new white van and white Converse. Anyway, I'm so anyway, sorry to interrupt your yeah, review. Sorry, no. Um, yeah, the Poggy War. It's just. Wonderful magic system, wonderful story, like crazy story. It is re- kind of like a fantasy retelling of um, the Opium Wars. It's it's op- the Opium Wars and um, the is it Sino Japanese? There's I know I'm getting it's like Chinese and Japanese wars. I'm yeah. I'll apologize. I'm forgetting like the it starts with an S. Um, but yes, yeah, so there's specifically one scene um, where where the main character walks through a town that has been demolished by the enemy. And it is graphic. It is very graphic. It is very detailed. Chelsea called I... me and was like, that was just a little too dark. There's not, there's no way that that's real. And I was like, have I got some terrible news I for knew, you? Here's the thing is, I knew, it's one of those things that you know, historically, mm-hmm. I know was real. And I know that it happened. But reading it so graphically described, I was yep. just like horrified. I was driving to work when I was listening to it. And I quite literally had to pull over. Because I thought I was going to throw up. Oh. Like, I, it, it was truly, truly horrifying. So 
check, 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 check the yeah, check all of the trigger warnings for that Um, one. That's that that was one that I was like, like I said, I'm not gonna be recommend to everyone, but is is well written, Mm -hmm. and if you go in prepared, knowing what you're getting yourself into. I was not 100% prepared for yeah. what I was getting myself into, but I will be finishing the trilogy. You have all of them on I own, ebook. Yeah, I own all of them, Oh, too. you also have all of them on ebook. I bought but, all of them. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're all in our Kindle. Yeah. So, that's my next one. Along the same lines as that, very different, but in that same kind of, like, dark, more graphic kind of way, one of my favorite reads of this year was Red Rising by Pierce Brown, mm-hmm. which was... Chelsea, it was so good. So good. It was so good. It was well written. I loved the use of like sentence structure that the author used of like sentences are way shorter in the beginning of the book than they are at the end of the book, which is just like a physical sign of like how the character grows and changes throughout the book. And the principle of, or the, just the idea behind it was really cool I, I don't know why I think it's so fascinating in fantasy books when there are cast systems. I hate them in real life. Like, I don't want to live in any sort of cast right, system. Right. But when it's used well in a fantasy book, or sci-fi, sorry, this is a sci-fi book. Yeah. It's just, inter- like, it's just interesting how... I'm always fascinated by books specifically that are sci-fi, that we go hundreds of years in the future and we revert back to... Strict. strict caste systems we always go back to roman or greek law or um mm-hmm. like uh mythology mythology thank you i was thinking cosmology and i'm like That's i mean that it. technically too but like <laughs> i just think it's so interesting and i think pierce brown did such a good job um of course there are critiques i posted a short review on our instagram page and we will be doing a Cass is going to come on with me and we're going to do a full episode review of the first book mm-hmm. Cass has read all of them if you want all the details, go talk to Cass. But um, I just, I really, really enjoyed the book. I was fascinated by human nature in it. I was just, I was captivated. And I posted pictures of like my reactions to the last hundred yes. pages. And I don't normally do that. I feel like I'm pretty chill in my book reactions. But that was one where I was like, what the heck I, yes. is going on? I read Red Rising like three years ago, like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So... If you're going to read it, I also highly, highly recommend the True. audiobook. Oh, the audiobook the is audiobook makes narrator, it. Look, you're not going to be able to listen to it as fast as you normally do because he does have a pretty thick accent. Accent, mm-hmm. um, But it's amazing. But it's amazing. So if you're an audiobook gal or guy, if you're an audiobook person, Mm-hmm. I highly recommend the Red Rising audiobook. I think one of my favorite audiobooks mm-hmm. that I've ever listened He's to. He's now one of my favorite audiobook narrators. Mm-hmm. And I've heard a lot of people say that they had a hard time getting into the physical book, but as soon as they started listening to the audiobook, it they were hooked. Yeah. So, um, can I give another one just because our yeah. last ones are both by the same author? Go for it. Another one that I know I have mentioned on the podcast before, but we have not reviewed is One Dark Window by Rachel Gillig. Um, I loved it. I read One Dark Window and Little Thieves back to back and it ruined my reading for the rest of the year (laughs) because they both were just different. And I know that's not like in the very descriptive word, but One Dark Window was so fun. I loved the magic system because the magic system is based off of cards. You have to 
own, like have a certain card within your possession. And one of my favorite aspects of the magic system was the built-in balance of it all. Because I have a hard time when there's a magic system where it's like, there's no, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, there's no limit of power. There's no balance of power. Yeah, there's there's no, like, like checks and balances. Yes. Where it's like, oh, this person's really, really powerful. Why? I don't know. It's just because they are. Yeah. Um, um, so I loved the built-in balance of like with each card and the power that it held, there was an immediate negative side effect if it was misused or used too much. And it's interesting to see the people who still continued to use it too much to like, regardless of that, Mm -hmm. of that negative, like negative reaction. And I loved the ending. I still haven't read the second one. Um, I, I, there are so many books that are on my list for 2024 because I finished my master's this year, which y'all have been along for the whole ride, the whole ride. But I finished my master's in May and this summer when all I have to do after work is just read, like I'm so so excited so anyway, One Dark Window by Rachel Gillig. If I'm saying Rachel's last name wrong, I apologize, but highly recommend. Um, yeah, it was yeah. just good. I really, really liked it's, it. It's on my short list. Like I, I bought it. Mm-hmm. I opened it. I actually read the first chapter, but then I was juggling too many books at once. And I was mm-hmm. like, this has to wait. The ending too left me with a, I don't know where this is going to go. Like Ooh. I know the general, like, of course I know where it's going to go, but I was like, this is this is interesting. Like this changes things. And so I really, really liked One Dark Window, which that one was on Bookstagram a lot for a little bit, but then it just kind of disappeared. I think because it came up prior to the fourth wing freak out. Yes. And so I think it was, it's a good October read. I think it's a good read in general. In but, general, yeah. But I think the, it had from what I I haven't read it obviously, mm-hmm. but from what I was seeing, yeah, it, it has some a lot of, like, spookier, yeah, spookier vibes. That people were throwing out. For, like, I saw a good I saw reading. one TikTok about it, and I was like, I'm sold, like because it was like this <laughs> this specific trope of, and then anyway, and I was like, I'm in, and I'm then there. I read it and I loved it, and I almost like forgot that that was even that specific scene that was described mm-hmm. in that TikTok. It was just the whole book was just so good. I really really liked it. Yeah. I'm there. Okay. Um, my last one. I just recently posted my review on our Instagram page recently, but Words of Radiance by Brandon Sanderson is the second book in the Stormlight Archive, and I just loved it. Did it take me six months to read? Yes, mm-hmm. it did because because it's a one thousand page book. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is my general, this is my general attitude with Brandon Sanderson. He's like my audio, he's my go-to like audiobook for road trips. But if I try and just like sit and read his books, I get, it's like a marathon. I get too burnt out. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I enjoy him more if I'm like, if I know I budgeted six months, I got it in just under six months. I would be real proud of myself. Mm -hmm. But man, I loved it. Like, oh, he just, his, his storytelling the character development like there was a character in the first book that i did not i didn't love but like all of her chapter perspectives i was kind of like meh mm-hmm. and then in this book i was like you low-key just became one of the coolest people like oh it was it was so so well done has one of my favorite fight scenes that i've ever read and it's hard because it's also the second book in the series so i can't talk too much about mm-hmm. it but I also have to pause because every single Brandon Sanderson fan I've talked to is like, if you're reading the Cosmere, 
I need to go back and finish Mistborn first and read this one other book. So I have to pause before I can read it. Mm-hmm. But my brother did just tell me Brandon Sanderson is taking a five-year, I think four, it was four, four. a four-year break. So he's got the last book of the Stormlight, the fifth book of mm-hmm. the Stormlight series coming out in 2024, December of next year. And then he's taking a four-year break. To he's doing write. what Marvel should have done. Yes, he's taking <laughs> a four-year break. He will still be writing, but he's going to write the entire third trilogy of the Mistborn, Mistborn. Mm-hmm. and have and write it like one right after the other. So it can be more cohesive because mm-hmm. he, I guess, felt that his the second Mistborn trilogy wasn't, it didn't flow as well as he wanted it to because he kept having to take breaks to write. Which totally Storm makes sense. Yeah, which makes, which makes sense when you're jumping back I'm and shocked forth. by authors who write multiple books at once. Oh I know V.E. Schwab only writes one book at a time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's it. I think I'd have to do it that way. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited because that'll give me a good chunk of time, yeah. I think. To get through that does give his backlog. four whole years to catch up on books. So like, I could read maybe eight books. Yeah, like if I'm budgeting six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not all of the books are the, are the same right. no, as I the Stormlight Archive. I can get through the Mistborn trilogy much faster. Right. Well, than I yeah, did. totally. And you already have all the audiobooks because yeah. you're on my Audible. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I I said this on my Instagram page. I didn't. I didn't want to like Brandon Sanderson as much as I did. It's and it's not because we don't we didn't want to like Brandon as a person, but it's just No, he's fine. He's fine, but it's just sometimes sometimes fandoms ruin things. Is and and just the hype around it, and it's like I don't want to like hype the fandom and also it's like, do I really want to commit to reading the Cosmere? There's fifty bajillion books to mm-hmm. read. And I was like it would almost be easier if it was bad. Yeah. But it's not. Now but it's I'm, not, and that's a problem. And now I love it, and now I'm so excited to get into it. But well, speaking of the Cosmere, um, yeah, my last book, and I have an honorable mention that can I do my honorable mention really? Do quick? your honorable. I read The Heart of the Sun Warrior by Su Lin Tan, which is the second book in the um, Daughter of the Moon God- Goddess duology, and I really, really liked it. It it definitely felt it felt like book one was the adventure, and the book two was the epilogue. If that makes mm. sense, like it still was high adventure, and there were so many things, but. I just, I still really, really liked it. I really liked the ending. And if you don't like who she ended up with, let's chat. I have feelings. Um, That's not as much of a threat as I have in the past. Like that's not as much of an invitation to fight me, but I have heard people that have said like, I really didn't like this person, like that she ended up with this person. And I was like, but I loved it. I feel like it was so fitting and I want to reread it. So anyway, that's my honorable mention. Um, I really enjoyed that book. Yes. Um, my last book is The Hero of Ages by Brandon Sanderson, which is the third book in the first Mistborn trilogy, which oh. I'm so glad that it was the, uh, that I read it this year so I could include it in this. Um, I really liked it. And again, I liked the Mistborn trilogy a lot more than I wanted to. The third, so I really liked the first book. The first book is a heist. It's a heist book. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what the first book is. Yeah. The magic system. Again, Brandon did a really good job of setting checks and balances um, and limiting people's power. Um, the second book very much felt more like political intrigue. It was a little bit of a slower book for me. I knew it was setting up for something big. So that's why like I, I pushed through it. But it was a little slower for me. The third book mm. just wrapped things up in a way that I genuinely did not see coming. Ooh. And the, there were true sacrifices made. 
people stayed dead, which I really appreciate appreciate because stop resurrecting all of your characters. Um, This is a personal attack against SJM. I love you. Please stop resurrecting your characters. Um, (laughs) And I just, I just really liked it. Um, There's a pro I'll call it a prophecy that goes through each of the three books. And there's like four different answers to the prophecy that you think is the actual answer. And it's not, and I just think that the Mistborn trilogy is such a good introduction. I haven't read anything else by Brandon Sanderson, mm-hmm. but from what I have read and from what I've heard of people, if you like the Mistborn trilogy, you're going to like the rest of his books. And so my husband just started listening to the first Mistborn book Ooh. and it's his first like higher fantasy series um, that uh, that he doesn't already know the story of because he just read the so he just read yeah the lord of the rings trilogy along with the hobbit and i think he's reading the summer Cimmerillion as well um but he knows the story so he went in already having an image of aragon nope aragorn <laughs> wrong book it's look it's been a long day aragorn aragorn um he knows who legolas is like and yes there's so many differences between the book and the movie but, but at least he has he knows where it's going He's going in blind. He has no idea. And so he's having kind of a hard time because he's like, well, what's this? What's this? I'm like, read. You have to read. You have to read. And so I'm just, it was just such a fun story. And I really liked, I just, I just liked it. I liked Vin as a character. Um, I just, I I just really liked so many people. Mm -hmm. And I thought that it was felt like, it felt like an epic tale. And the way that certain things were explained, like there are things that came up in book one that I like put away in in my mind. And when book three, when they were explained, my jaw dropped. I was like, that's how that's made. That's how that happens. And I'm like cringing and I'm like, like, but it was just, it was so good. And I know Ryan's going to be really, really happy if he listens to this because I'm talking about Mistborn, but like, I just, I'm really genuinely excited for you to finish it. Now that you've read a couple of his other Mm -hmm. books, Maybe you won't be as shocked I'm as me. I'm fully committing to the Mistborn trilogy. Yeah. The I just, trilogy. I think, I think you're really going to like it. I'm, I'm three chapters in to The Well of Ascension. Yeah. Ooh. So. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a good one. Okay. Uh, but yeah, those are all my books. Those are, I, we wanted to talk about books, like we said, that we didn't review. Because if you want to know what we reviewed, go, go listen right, to it. Right, right. So that's. That's where we're at. And yeah. it's been a good year. I think I'm really excited this year. Some of my mental goals. Um, I finished my master's, which mm-hmm. is a great, this is going to release a lot of not just time, but mental load mm-hmm. and open up a lot of more of an emotional capacity to read, which I'm really excited about. Um, and I'm excited to have time now that we've switched to this every other week schedule. I feel like it's going to open up a lot of time for me to read books that we're not reviewing yes which will make better instagram posts because then we don't we're not just posting about the book that we're reviewing every week yeah yeah i think one of my goals for this year obviously there's a lot up in the air because it's my first child i don't actually know what to expect at all Mm -hmm. um but one of my main goals for this year is i have a lot of series that i've started and not finished same and i want this this year the theme of my reading for this coming year for 2024 is to finish series Mm -hmm. like I want to go back and like like I read Red Rising 
three years ago and I loved it, but I've just never gone around to finishing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I would love I to go. I got Golden Sun on Audible. So that one's ready for you. <laughs> so I was like, I'd love to finish that. I want to go back and finish Mistborn. I want to go back and finish like the Dread Penny Society. Like, oh, so good. Like there's so many series that I've started, read the mm-hmm. first like book or like I never actually finished um, Vengeful. I read Vicious. <gasps> Stop. And I oh never finished Vengeful. And so like, I still need to read Threads of Power, which yeah. feels like a sin to admit. Yeah, and so it's hard because I'm like, there's so many good books and so many good series that I know I'm going to love, mm-hmm. and it's not that I haven't read them because I'm not excited to. It just it takes time. time. Yeah, and so this year I is the year uh, of finishing books. Yeah, series. I support it. So, well. Since we're going into the new year, if there are books that you guys would like us to review, and some of you guys have shared stuff with us, and so we have it on a list, and sometimes, mm-hmm. like we said, just timing, things don't work out, or we don't enjoy reviewing books that we didn't like, like. because that's not, that doesn't sound fun, mm-hmm. listening to somebody, like, rip a book apart for an hour. That just, that's not so really what we're, we, what we're going for yeah. in the podcast, <clears throat> so, but if you have ideas Please message us, email us. Honestly, Instagram is the easiest way to get a hold of us. Um, let us know if you care about our opinions and what we want to talk about. Yeah. And even if we don't do a full podcast about it, we'd love to just talk to you about it. Yeah. It might be a book where either Chelsea's already read it or I've already read it. Yeah. And we can just chat about it for a little bit. 100%. Yeah. So, Chelsea, thanks for another whole year of reading with me. So crazy. I know. This is our second. No, this is our third. Third. Third, like, end of the year episode. This one's a little bit more laid back than our end of the year episodes in the past, but also life's very different this Christmas than yeah, it was we'll, last Christmas. We change and adapt with the times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, well, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Wow, look at that time. Yeah, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Hanukkah's way past, my friend. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Happy late Hanukkah. But I guess Please. this is coming out the day after Christmas. So yeah, merry is, late Christmas. Whatever holidays you are or are not celebrating. Happy winter solstice. solstice. <laughs> Which also already passed. already passed. We love you guys and <laughs> you're the best. That's Have really a one- what I'm trying yeah. to say. Be safe. Eat. We're going to let you decide what you're going to snack on. Yeah. Snack on your favorite thing. Drink some sparkling cider or whatever bubbly drink is your favorite thing going into the new year. And just, yeah. you're all great. Thanks for being here with us. We love you guys. We love you. Have a good have a good week, guys. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.